So once again, we continue in our celebration of Christmas. Twelve days of Christmas since the 25th. And may it be that we will not be carried away by our celebration without remembering or knowing the reason why we celebrate. Jesus is the reason for our celebration. He is the reason of the season. So celebration without Jesus or without a church or even neglecting your commitment to the church because celebration, that's not really celebration. Because celebration always leads us to Jesus. Celebration will lead us to the church because the church is the agency or institution where the Lord's birth is celebrated. So apart from Jesus, apart from the church, our celebration will not be more meaningful without it. So may it be that you continue to celebrate our Christmas uh, the season with the church and with the commitment and knowing the reason why we celebrate. So today, once again, the second Sunday of Advent. Then there will be the last Sunday for um, this uh, uh, season because the next season will be Epiphany. Now, the first uh, Sunday of Christmas and second day of Christmas today, chapter 1 of chapter Luke, it talks about the family of Jesus, where he grows as a baby, as a child, then as a teenager. And we could see here in these two chapters, in these two Sundays, how the Lord had grown. We have not really known what's really happened in his growing up stage, but somehow we have a glimpse of it. Because after this, chapter 3 of Luke, the beginning now of the ministry of Jesus, you will never, so you will seldom now see or hear the name of Joseph and Mary. Because Jesus now is the one mostly been mentioned of for the following chapters. So you could see the Lord has used Joseph and Mary to fulfill the will of God in the life of our Lord Jesus. Last Sunday, as you talk about the life of Jesus, is part of the growth of our Lord as a baby. And the plan of God. And now, in the second Sunday, it talks also the continual growing of our Lord. So not much of theology would say, but we could learn something from it, all of us, both parents and children, and all of us as children of God, that we should grow, grow spiritually, mentally, physically, Grow in love, grow in faith, to fulfill the calling of God in our life. We have to grow like Jesus. 
He did not use his godly attribute to grow. But being as a human, he learned to grow and fulfill the will of the Father. Fulfilling the will of the Father, but submitting to his parents. There's something about Jesus. He grows so that he could fulfill the will of God. Now here, in our in the narrative here, that uh, Joseph and, and Mary fulfilled their responsibility as parents. Being as a human, they are not perfect, but somehow they have done what they have to do to fulfill the will of God in the life of Jesus. And one of it is that through their lives, through their prayers, and also by bringing Jesus to the church. Since the first and one of foremost responsibility of us parents is to bring our children to the church. To have a concept of God. She start from us parents. So one bit they brought Jesus in the to Jerusalem to the feast of Passover. The custom of Israelite people, and especially for men, three times they have to go to Jerusalem. All of them, and mostly men. The feast of Passover, Pentecost, and the feast of Tabernacle. So they have to go there. And in the place of Jesus, they have to travel about three days as a group as a, like one town or, or one locality to go to Jerusalem. He is 12, he's 12 years old. And one way to disciple our children is to always bring them in the church. Help them to fulfill the calling of God. Help them to uh, serve in the Lord. And being not only what you call educated academically in the school but let be that be educated spiritually and education mostly of the heart as Martin Luther would say educating the mind without educating the heart is not education at all that's why our heart gratitude only God could change that Maybe our children could be a, a good professionals, engineers, doctors, but they may be successful, but sometimes they have no values, they have no character, because only God could change the heart of our children, all of us. So here, Mary and Joseph fulfill their duty as parents to raise disciple Jesus. And while they're doing that time in that uh, feast, and after that, they had found out that Jesus was not in the group. And they go back once again to Jerusalem. Another three days of walk to go back and look for Jesus. And when they saw him, when they found him, they find him 
together with the teachers of the law, listening and asking them questions. So at 12 years old, why Jesus interested in Christian values? Because I believe that is part of the year-by-year discipling of Mary and Joseph to the children. That's why they have the concept of God. The concept of God. And concept of the church. Because first of all, that's a responsibility as parents. Now, here it is. Jesus told them, and then, then here, Mary said, and said to them, Where the son, we have done this to us. Look, your father and I sought you anxiously. So they're looking for him. As parents, you have always that, that, that worry thing if you see our children. I said, why have you done this? Your father and I look to you. And look at Jesus said. Why do you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? And they don't understand. They don't understand. I will start from here. They do not understand. The parents, Mary, do not understand why Jesus said that. But one thing for sure. That they learned the beginning of to learn the very plan of God. Of God to Jesus. Look at this. 49 and the 40 says, my, look, look, your father. Look at, if you had the Bible with you. The father is small f. It means Joseph. Then the fortune says, Do you know that I must be about my father's business? Look at the father. It is already big letter. It means God. So something that would revolutionize the mind of, of Joseph and Mary. Why is talking about my father's business? And they accepted already that Joseph is father. Now they're beginning to now to understand. Even they said, they didn't understand, but a glimpse already of the plan of God to Jesus. And one, one thing, and they went down with them and came to Joseph and was subject to them. It means to say, subject, it means submitted to him. Obey them. So we could see that, first of all, Jesus did not do this thing as a disobedient child that he stayed there. Because here, he has a plan, he has a purpose. So the beginning now to understand. So what I want to say this morning, once I can go back, once I have title, we have to grow to fulfill the calling and the purpose of God in our lives. Without Joseph and Mary, with their relationship to God, they'll never, will never understand the will of God for Jesus. So first of all, we could learn from here, as parents and as children, as children of God, we have always to have our relationship with God 
that we will know the will and the purpose of God in our lives. Apart from God, we'll never know our purpose. And fulfilling not the purpose of God in our lives will not really, we'll say not, quote unquote, successful. Because what makes us successful is that we have fulfilled the will of God in our life, whatever it is. So as parents, we have to know, first of all, have a relationship with God, and know the will, the calling, and the purpose of God for our children. We have to know that. It is not our plan. It's not our own purpose that we want our children to fulfill. It must be God's purpose. Yesterday, when you have a party, and I was uh, we were invited to lunch there with Nangal for the birthday of uh, EJ. There are two visitors, and the family friend of them, and they're talking about their son. Their son is really... Um, applying to be a policeman. But until now, I don't know what happened. Still, he cannot uh, be accepted in that uh, profession. And the mother says, maybe it's not really for him to be a policeman. That he said, the one where the mother said, maybe he is the one who continued the business of his father. They have uh, a piggery, something like that. That's the, the raised pigs. And the mother says, maybe that's, that's what, in the, in the term, nanay, nanay, nana, maybe, dahil siguro para kana. Magalagat baboy. Now, to us parents, we want our children to have a good future. We want our children to be have a, uh, something that uh, at least uh, would say uh, a nice family, good occupation or work. We desire that. But the question is, what is the will of God for our children? I know also one, we have one carpenter here working in us in the church always. He have one son. He will not go to school. It is about only grade six. He will not go to school. All the sisters now are working, or they finish college and working, but he will not finish his high school. He wants to be a carpenter. Of course, in a society today, when somebody is, you know, with their uniform and going to the office and here a carpenter bringing his basket with all his uh, tools, it's not glamorous. And as a parent, we want, we want our, our children to be more, more glamorous, more, more successful, and dating. But I could see, I said to the father, Tom, God wants this son to be a carpenter. 
he would succeed you or one he would continue the work your work as a carpenter maybe he will not be somebody in the office but he would be a carpenter and he liked to be a carpenter maybe not glamorous not um, uh, kind of work as a parents you want our, our parents not to be in abroad in the office that's what we like but what about God what is the plan of God for our children because whatever it is at the long run he would go back to his passion because whatever the calling of God in their life God has already equipped them with talent and ability to fulfill that calling when I was studying one of my desire is to be to take law I want to be a lawyer but you know it takes eight years to do that and more and at the time when I graduated from high school in the 1980s one of the booming occupation at time is to be a seaman and of course one of the reason one of the reason the parents is go get this course because you can get a lot of money or good uh, salary and that's that thing and then time would come and I'm going now full time to the church and I realized maybe I'm not a law or a great as, as a lawyer but praise God as I read the word of God I found myself reading and explaining biblical law And I said, Lord, is what I want. Always speaking about something, reading, seeking, studying about law. And now I'm studying your law, the highest law of all. So I've been a seaman for 10 years, but I go back to my passion. This is my passion. This is, I believe, the calling of God to me. And the talent, the ability is mostly suited here. I like to read. I like to uh, uh, seek, to research about the word. Because that's the talent and that's the calling of God. So once again, it goes here, brothers and sisters, that we have to grow spiritually, emotionally, physically, grow in love, Grow in faith to fulfill the will of God in our lives. And like Jesus, he's fulfilling the will of God or the Father, but he is submitted to the parents. Look at this. Then he went down with them, came to Nazareth, and was subject to them. So another lesson here. We'll never see or know our calling, our purpose in life without submission to God. You'll never. At heart, submission to God, willing to obey God, will 
open the door, open our eyes to see the will of God in our life. Say, 